Welcome to another episode of Just a Jackass with a Note in His Mouth. I'm your host and resident jackass that has it all, Brad Alexander. This episode, I want it all and I want it now. And that actually was a popular song by Queen years ago, which certainly spoke to and continues to speak to the Western consumerist capitalist society. But like that great philosopher Stephen Wright once said, you can't have everything. Where would you put it? See, over the centuries, consumerism has crept in and overtaken much of the Western church. And it's not just the purveyors of prosperity preaching, though they have large followings. And then what happens is it sneaks into other churches, more mainline churches. It's like an adorable fluffy bunny in the yard. Man, it's warm and cuddly. Let's keep it around. The next thing you know, the garden is destroyed and the crops for the harvest are gone. Because the bunnies breed and feed. And now you got a bunch of fat rabbits pooping all over your empty garden. See, the prosperity doctrine and consumerism end up consuming the people. It leads to this comparative churchianity where we judge how blessed someone is based on their net worth. Man, I hope I can be as blessed as that guy is someday. Oh, look at that car. Or, well... <laughs> At least I'm more blessed than she is. I mean, look at how she dresses. Whew. All right. Whew. Thank you, God. I mean, do we honestly believe that's how this works? Clearly, some must believe that because that message sells really well. But it is a poison doctrine which twists and misrepresents God's word for selfish gain. So a good way to tell if your church or you individually are caught up in consumerism and the prosperity doctrine, take a look at the focus. Is it about you getting stuff and living a more comfortable life here on earth, building your kingdom? Or is it focused on others and building God's kingdom? Listen, I've heard all the great justifications of how God will be glorified through his children driving nice new cars and wearing the newest, nicest, most fashionable clothes. That is so ignorant and so incredibly selfish. How do you think that message would go over in, say, the slums of India, where people are coming to faith in Christ? Well, now you need to start dressing better. Seriously? Or to, you know, those who come to Christ that live on the dump in the Philippines. Let me give you the prosperity doctrine. And to the underground church in China, you know, you'd draw more people to Christ if you drove a nicer car. Seriously. It, just when I think that these money preachers can't get any more shallow, they go ahead and let a little more water out of the pool and take up an offering for a new private jet. They're not ministers of the gospel. Now, some may be good motivational speakers and, you know, make every day your best day, whatever. But they're not sharing the gospel of Messiah Jesus and the message of eternal salvation by grace through faith, living, crucified with Christ, taking up your cross daily, surrendering to God. Back to my point, 
Where's the focus? Is it on me or on others? Is it on my kingdom or God's kingdom? One of the most commonly abused scriptures by the money grubbers is Psalm 37.4. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So here's how this is presented by the wolves. Just right now, think, focus on what you desire most. A new car, better clothes, a better house, that perfect man or woman, financial success, whatever it is. That is the desire of your heart, and God truly wants you to have it. So delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you those desires of your heart. Flutter, flutter, flutter. I mean, it sounds so magical, doesn't it? I mean, but to go 1980s on you, gag me with a spoon. That is a bucket of vomit. Yeah, wouldn't it be great if God was a genie in a bottle? Because that's how they pitch the God of the universe. That you you can just come to him with your wishes, rub the bottle the right way, and you're going to get whatever you want. These people who preach this prosperity doctrine and this selfish focus are more dangerous than the Westboro Baptist Church. I promise you that they are. They're a thousand times worse because their message is more desirable. Westboro speaks fear and hatred. And, you know, they may get a couple of Looney Tune followers here and there, but they'll never have any huge following. But these mansion ministers, their message is more enticing. And their abuse of God's word to deceive millions is much more dangerous than what those folks in Westboro are doing. So listen. Listen to that passage again. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Delight in Him first. Then He gives you the desires of your heart. Not Come to him with a wish list and beg him to give it to you. Okay? No, 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 no. That's putting the cart before the horse. That's putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Delight yourself in the Lord. And he will give you the desires of your heart. What happens when we delight ourselves in him is his desires become our desires. The desires of our heart, he gives them to us. Seeing the poor, needy, widow, and orphan ministered to and their needs met, valuing others more than ourselves, an overwhelming desire to see all people from all walks of life, our neighbors everywhere, even those we might consider our enemies, seeing all people reconciled to God through the cross of Messiah Jesus. Remember that old bumper sticker? He who dies with the most toys wins. Okay, I remember seeing that, and it's always just like, that's kind of dumb. But listen, that's not God's economy, okay? But that's kind of what these these, uh, quote-unquote preachers are selling. Is your name written in the Lamb's book of life? Is your name written in the Lamb's book of life? That's what matters. Now, 
When you are assured it is, go out and add names to that roster. That's got to be the desire of our heart. That's got to be our chief motivation when we wake up in the morning. Is, Is being God's witnesses, sharing His love, His light, being salt and light in this dark world. And I do have to tell you this. I I saw one time a car with a person who did a homemade, home-printed bumper sticker. And they were trying to say what the the one I just mentioned said, but they worded it wrong. And it actually sounded (laughs) even dumber, if you can imagine, because it said this. The one with the most toys who dies wins. Huh? Do you even know what you're saying? (laughs) I mean, it's dumb either way. It's just another level of dumb that way. And I know some of you are like, Brad, Brad, you shouldn't insult people like that. That's not loving. I'm not insulting people. So listen, just don't be the hand that got bit by the mouth that was trying to feed, okay? Wait, that's not how that goes, is it? Anyway, I'm not calling the people dumb or insulting them. I'm calling that mentality dumb and solely worldly and selfish. So lighten up, Francis. At any rate, the focus is on delighting ourselves in God. Focus on knowing, loving, praising, worshiping, and adoring Him and His desires. He will give us the desires of our heart. Think about what Messiah said. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Then all these things, the needs of life, food, clothing, and shelter, will be added to you. Again, the focus is on God first, seeking him and his righteousness, learning to live according to his word. And he'll add, he'll make sure our needs are met. If we put self first, we don't have the Beatitudes, which Jesus preached in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5. What we have is the me-attitudes, which is the, the world's way of thinking. And it would sound something like this. Blessed are the rich, their kingdom they have already received. Blessed are the calloused. Comfort they do not need. Blessed are the proud. The world awaits their command. Blessed are those with insatiable appetites. All they devour turns to sand. Blessed are the vengeful. They who live by the sword shall die by it. Blessed are the double-minded. For they shall see their own reflection and not recognize it. Blessed are the rebellious. They will be called the sons of wrath. Blessed are those who stand for nothing. They have no kingdom to lose on their winding, aimless path. Blessed are you when men flatter you and speak all manner of accolades towards you for your own sake. Lament and be exceedingly sorrowful, for now you have gained all you can take. You sought for yourself right here and now where you stand, and thus you have your reward.
in your hand. That's not how we're supposed to live. That would be me attitudes, focusing on self first. Let's turn our hearts, let's turn our lives to be focused on God first, seeking to meet the needs of others, valuing them above ourselves. And God will give us the desires of our heart. Thank you so much for giving me a little bit of your time. I appreciate it. I want you to go out to take the message, that message of salvation, the light and salt that we have, the love, the mercy, grace, and forgiveness of the living God that that we can be reconciled to him. Let people know they can be reconciled to the living God through Messiah Jesus. The price has been paid. It is by grace through faith that we are saved. Take that message. Share this message with those around you. I appreciate it. Thank you again for giving me your time. God bless you. Let's go out and give them heaven.